Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and over. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Did I do that? This is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I bet you're going to free bowl the soup, huh? Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight or this morning on your commute to work, however you're doing it. We've got a couple new partners that we've jumped on in with. It's Tuesday night. December 7th, 2021. And we are coming at you from Chicago, Illinois. There's quite a bit to get into tonight. As always, you can find us on Blog Talk Radio. We got a new podcasting partner. We finally joined the world of Spotify. Guess what, Al? Love Spotify. As always, we're on Facebook Live. We're on Twitter. Watch, or whatever they call it. And you can watch us on Twitch, where you can join in on the conversation. I think I saw a hawker on there already. She's awesome. We appreciate you guys jumping in there. But tonight... You know, hawker, hawker and I are now uh, Twitter friends. Oh, boy. Oh, you, you, you did it. You crossed that bridge. Tonight, we're on YouTube Live as well. He is Alfred Fernand Larcher III. I am Clark Lawrence, and I'm going to hand it over to you, partner. Well, I think well, I already I did. Thank you, Clark right. Lawrence. It's a, it's a pleasure doing business with you, as always, on a day that will forever live in infamy. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned today's the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Well, uh, I, so a shout out to I want, all, the, all the people who lived through that. And, uh, uh, you know, remember, you know, you, you drop bombs on us, we come back. I wanted to, um, I wanted to give you the opportunity to bring it up first. Um, the most recent person that I spoke with who was uh, in World War II, my, uh, my wife's late grandfather, uh, Grandpa Mueller. We were talking out in Arizona, and he had just, they were just on their way over there as the war ended. He goes, we just picked up some folks. So that was the last experience I had talking to a World War II hero. Why, uh, why do they say late? Late. You know, late isn't a good thing. No, you're right. Yeah, late might be the wrong term there, huh? You know, when I die, Clark, please don't call me late. I mean, you'll probably be there before anybody else. Well, that, that's right. I'll like, probably be on time. At your you funeral, know? you're going to be – well, you're, always, you're a guy who I've always known to be on time. Except Radio for when you, guys. Radio guys are always on time. We don't mess around. It's all about the top of the hour, the bottom of the hour, the quarter hour. You say 3 o'clock, I'm there at 2.50. Well, speaking of which, if you want to give us a call, 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. We can talk about anything you'd like. 
I lent I lent the great Bill Belichick my Madden playbook last night, and he reestablished the run in the NFL. Three passes all game. That's how you win football. Oh I love Lord. it. Oh, I love it. what a genius. What a genius. Well, if you're, Bill if, I didn't know it was AFC Hat Day. You're wearing your you're wearing your Patriots hat. It's AFC Hat Day. Well, I'll be gosh. Hey, Hawks calling hey, us yeah, out tonight. We team. were a little we were we were a minute and a half late tonight there, Al. This is my secondary team. This is uh well Clark Clark's not a radio guy. He's a you know musical theater guy. So those people are always like <laughs> always. You remember in the comedy group, like you were always the first one there and everybody else trickled in. There were a few people known as being the twenty minute late guys. Were you just yeah. sitting there stewing? Were you getting upset at those always. times? Have you known how long have you known me, Clark? You know all I do is stew. I love stew. I'm beef. They call me beef. I'm so stewy. Hey, I got an idea. We haven't done it in a while. It's been a couple weeks since we've done it. Why don't we just start off the show going to the phone lines? All right, let's do it. We're going to head over to the Joseph's Finest Meats hotline. We've got ourselves a caller from the 973. Caller from the 973. What is your name and where are you calling from this evening? Good evening, gentlemen. This is Lou from the Garden State. Lou! God yeah, bless you, it's Lou. Me. It's a Christmas miracle. We've been missing you, buddy. I've been trying to get a hold of you, but you don't seem to take my calls that much anymore. I mean, I call every, I call every week. Oh. Well, Clark, Clark's, Clark's a bozo. That's why I have a clown standing behind That's me true. on the uh, live Twitch stream. Because uh, the guy's just a clown <laughs> with those, those phone lines. That's ridiculous. Worst producer uh. I've ever had. Lou, what you got to do is you got to yeah. ask Al. You got to ask Al why doesn't he have control of the phones over there? He very well could. It'd be a simple login, something like that, and you could take take right control, my friend. Lou, oh, well, you can flip the coin. You can see you get the phone first. <laughs> Lou, I need a quick update on what's going on out there in your Garden State, in the in the world of sports in the Garden State. Well. I'll go. I'll do this because I do the the entire uh, tri-state area. You know, New York, New Jersey, and uh, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, that's two, that's two New England, so I don't count that. So our Nets are doing great. Our Rangers are doing great. Our Devils, yeah. Our Knicks are starting to fall, and the Islanders just plain suck. Good. Yeah. Well, thanks for that thanks. update. <laughs> what, what did you have to say I, I, about those, uh, those New York Jets? Eesh. Horrible. Just when you think they're going to do something right, something else comes and bites them in the back. You know, I mean, and, uh, the whole thing was about Gardner Minshew and how he just destroyed the Jets last week. It makes me sick. I'm back, you know, the new candle blocking the team, and he comes in and destroys us on our own home, our own home turf. Yuck. I, uh, I that Gardner Minshew, my God. So, you know, I play the Daily Fantasy, and uh, yeah. I woke Sunday morning, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to play Gardner Minshew. Then I saw the bomber jacket. I saw the mustache, and I said, I'm going all in on this guy, and I won – Took uh, yeah. 28th out of uh, 200,000 people this week with a Gardner Minshew team. So, you know, mm. thank you, Gardner Minshew. The man, the man is a saint, Lou. You should well, be talking man, of Gardner. Really now, if you want really the most, uh, the worst of the week. All right. Now, this is speaking college. Now, how many of you out there, all the listeners and everything, how many actually took Georgia over Alabama to win? Because the people I talked to from all the other shows, they picked. Georgia by a landslide. And what happened? They got beat up by Bama. So, Jesus. am I the only one here in this, am I the only here in this group who looks stupid? Nah, I mean, 
Al, Al does his Falcons fair share. Pretty, Al does his fair Falcons share. Yeah, it's yeah. Al. <laughs> Good. My Oh man, uh, you got to watch out for those Michigan Wolverines here. Uh, they've been playing oh, yeah. really oh, well. Yeah. They're my team. Uh, I uh, I got them minus seven and a half uh, to win against mm. Georgia, and I got them at seven hundred to one to win the national championship. But speaking of betting on your Jets, I was just looking through my old DraftKings bets, Al. I must have been listening to some show uh, about yes. gambling before the season. Because in May, yes. it might have been right after the draft. I don't know when the hell it was. May. In May, I bet, I bet on the Jets to win over six and a half games. That's not looking great. But I also bet on Wilson to have under 3,800 passing yards. Well, there you go. That was a pretty safe bet. There you go. There you go. I mean, under 3,800 yeah. uh, 3, yards. Yeah, that's a pretty good bet there. Well, guess, guess which that's one was. That's a pretty good bet. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, Lou, I don't think I don't think we talked to you since before our summer hiatus. We took a bit of the summer off. We've been back most of the football season. Uh, how did that How did that baseball season treat you? I wanted to really uh, entertain Al at this moment. Well, I'll put it this way: before your summer break, Atlanta looked like they were going to be in the toilet the whole season. I mean, you lost your best player, um, Alcuna. And they were below 500, so you thought, you know, everybody's going to write them off. What happened in August, they go on a complete surge. Uh, they had the best record from early August to up to, to the end of the season. And they win the World Series. While everybody else thinks, oh, well, everybody else, you know, folded up and sent everybody else to Atlanta, meaning they, uh, how they signed the way the World Series. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. They made the best moves at the right time when, they, when the trade deadline. That's how it happened. Like oh we're 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 just uh, we're just tanking, so like that that's ridiculous. You don't tank for that. Unbelievable. Thank you. No. No, I, I you know baseball. Um, it's very exciting right now. This is the most happy I've been with baseball in a long time. I just want to go oh, on the record. On, hey, right here, workout. right now, I firmly stand with the baseball player and the baseball players union, yes. I think they should get everything that's coming to them. They should not settle for a penny less. And if they need representation, you know, Alfred Ferdinand Larcher, the third would be more than happy to uh, represent them in this, uh, this negotiation because they deserve yeah. more money. They deserve uh, more of the cut. They deserve more of the profit and they should not play until this is, re- re- uh, this is settled. Don't you agree, Lou? I do, but I also think this could be one of the longest off-seasons in the history of baseball. When, if you had to put a guess on it, when do you think baseball is going to be played again? Uh, let me see. I'm 51 now, so I think by the time I'm about 60, uh, that might happen. I'll be in Arizona. Nice. I'll be in Arizona um, on, uh, on March 20th. Do you think I'm going to see spring training Five. baseball? Hell no. Ah, come on, Lou. You're up there in New Not York. Not 2022, you won't. I like, I like how, you know, I invite you to WrestleMania, the big WrestleMania ticket right there at the end of March. And, oh, I, I can't swing it. I can't swing it. But Arizona, my God, you're there for that horrible sport. I'm not going to watch baseball. It's a family. The in the, 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 the in-laws oh, yeah. the take the whole family. Yeah. And they, they tried to plan it around me to go baseball. I haven't broken it to her yet. Even the in-laws? That I don't expect there to be a baseball game to go to while we're there. So does that does that father-in-law still resent you, Clark? For what? 
for being Clark. No, no. Okay. <laughs> he is going to come over and fix a lot of stuff at the house here on Thursday. So good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Maybe he'll teach you something about you know uh, home ownership and uh, yeah. maximizing uh, profitability. All right, you know, Al. By, by working. Thanks so much the for the call this week, Al, on the Joseph Vitus Mean Hotline. We enjoyed you. Have a good one, pal. Okay. See ya. No, hey, not you. Right. No, Lou. We always appreciate hearing from you, buddy. Thank you so much for yeah. calling. Lou, well, what do you, what do you want for Trump... Christmas this year? What's what's number one on the Christmas list? Uh, I haven't really given much thought because you know, I'm older now, so that really doesn't you know apply much to me anymore. But um, in case you forgot, I have a show on uh, Saturdays at five o'clock, uh, five to seven, the enhanced oh, yeah. sports show. Yep, uh, we're still rolling. I'm now. And I now just uh, two shows left from ending my fourth year as host. So in January will be my fifth year. Wow. wow. So uh, we're going to discuss more of the, uh, um, well, not so much of the lockout, but the uh, there have been some new additions to the Hall of Fame this year, and two of the figures were long overdue. I'm glad they got it. Uh, so I have also the uh, who should be who should be number one in the college football playoff? There's a lot of controversy about that. We'll go through all 3,000 bowl games. <laughs> well, that's going to be a two-parter actually. Uh, well, and we'll have a whole lot of other stuff. And you know, so it's uh, totally free. Anybody can call in. Uh, we just can't say uh, to see certain words if you know what I mean. And in regards to the um, in, in regards to the um, the owners, you know. After only having been seven minutes in last week's uh, so-called uh, negotiations, all I can say is this: my best Cartman impersonation. Screw this! I'm going home. <laughs> all right, Lou. I had to do it. I had to do it. Oh, okay, Lou. Lou. So I mean, now you've had some time to think about it. What do you want for Christmas? Come on. I mean, be serious here, Lou. You know, forget age. Forget forget uh, money. Let's say Santa Claus is listening right now. Because he is, he's on. Uh, we, he's a number one viewer of our show. He listens each. He listens year round. Uh, what What exactly would Lou want? For Ladies and gentlemen, at six forty five, as told by Al Archer's alarm on his phone. Thank you. <laughs> Seven forty five. Oh, your central time. Oh, in that case, it's four to six your time Saturday, not five. It's four to six your time, five to seven mine since you're central. Huh. I really haven't given much much thought, but uh, no, my family will take care of it. They always know how to surprise me. I mean, you know, a car or, um, you know, a woman or, uh, you know. Uh, I got a woman. Well, I can't drive, but I have, a, I, have a girl, I have a girlfriend. Okay, so the women's taken care of, the car's taken care of. What about a helicopter with your own pilot? Ooh, I like that. All right. We'll put or, that a jet on pack. The- or a jetpack. Or a jetpack. All right. Well, Lou, it, it's been a pleasure. Um, I get that. I get, I get they, the point. Who do you think going to win the Super Bowl this year? Who, who do you like for the Super Bowl? Hmm. You know, as it stands right now, I think the Cardinals have the best shot. I don't want to see New England, though. Yuck. Patriots, baby. What a beautiful story being told. Last year, yeah. so you have, you have this relationship, Lou. And it's a deep relationship, yes. it's a Hallmark relationship. They could do a whole movie about. You have this guy Tom Brady, and yet you have this old man, uh, Bill Belichick, and together right. these two have perfect chemistry, and they make magic year after year after year. They dominate yes. the NFL 
in, in a legacy that probably will never be repeated, right? They create this Correct. portrait of perfection of football. But there's always the question, who was the star? Was it the mind of Bill Belichick? Was it the arm and skills of Tom Brady? So you have this, this debate raising, and finally it builds up, and they decide to part ways. One guy goes on to another team, and he goes, and he shows the world he can win a Super Bowl and does just that. Now, the yeah. next year, Bill Belichick takes a rookie quarterback and possibly goes, and if he wins a Super Bowl, my God, what a story that, that's been told there between the two, yeah. and we'll never know who, who it was. But together, it seems like they're both uh, great, and separate, it seems like they're both great. So what a wonderful yeah, story. Yeah, but the thing, the, the Pacific yeah, Northwest. But the thing is, though, when they try to Northwest. replace him with Cam Newton, you didn't get the same results. Let's put it this way. Cam Newton is more Tom Brady. Uh, well, brother, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, wish you, we wish you a Merry Christmas, Lou. I hope you get that helicopter you want. Um, or the jetpack. Or the jetpack. You know, one time yeah. I went on I went on a, a vacation with the boss. You know, we went down to Florida, and they have little activities to do during the day. You know, you just want to lay around on the beach and drink, but they have activities, and you got to go to them because you know they're treating you, and it's nice and whatnot. And one of them was you got to you got to put on a water jetpack and fly in the air with water. And I'm thinking to myself, Sign you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm an obese man. I look like a goddamn whale to begin with, and now you got me flying out of the water on a jetpack. This is going to end in a disaster, and pretty much it did. I floated up about, I don't know, eight feet in the air and then flew my ass down, and oh, man. So I don't know. I would would rethink that jetpack wish, but we'll see. Well, it also proves one thing, that humans can actually fly. That's true. That's true. It's our mind. Oh, boy. All right, Lou. Merry Christmas, buddy. Have All a right. good one, Lou. Thanks for the call. So if you got, if you got time, you know, we'll check you out on, on your show coming up. Thank you so much for listening. Al, so I've been using my back my back porch as a cooler. You have any okay. idea what the temperature has reached in the last 24 to 48 hours here? Well, freezing. Yeah. It's freezing now, Clark, so your cans are going to freeze and break. So cool. It's slushy. I was just going to leave it sitting here. Do you know what happens to beer when um Do you know what happens to beer when it's frozen and it's slushy? Apparently, it just keeps coming spilling out over the top. There's equipment around oh. here and such. I'm a professional. Right. I've never in all my years in radio, I never spilled anything on a board, and I always drank in the studio. This is always away from the board. I know what I'm doing with this. All is good there. But, yeah, I think we're going to be just fine right there. I'm enjoying a little matcha tea tonight. I was pretty positive that was, uh, that was a Jersey area code coming at us. I thought, I thought it was Lou. Well, it's great to hear Lou, our, our oldest caller, our only caller, really. When you get right down to it, I mean, he he is the guy. He is the caller of the show. Hey, the man, the myth, the legend. Eric over on Facebook has a couple of things. Uh, Eric's joining us again for the first time in a while, but he says you have to put the beer in a cooler to use the reverse fridge concept. Um, Al, some of the folks listening on Twitch might not know about your famous lists. Al has lists. Lists. I can't talk. Lists. I have I have the list of Larcher, which is a ripoff of Jericho's list, uh-huh. which I put all my grievances on a list. 
Uh-huh. And I post it on Facebook, and, you know, I keep it rolling. You know, there's things on there like balloons. I can't stand balloons. Uh-huh. I think balloons are, are one of the worst things in humanity. Um, I put it up there with the Crumley family. Um, it, it goes Crumley family, balloons, and uh, and me not being able to buy eggnog in the non-Christmas season, in the non-holiday season. Okay. Okay. Al, let me tell you this about balloons. They're not great in my household either. Do you know what they are? They're virus, con- they're virus conductors. Because we got a package of balloons, and now my kids think they can blow them up. And so they just have them in their mouth, out of their mouth, in their mouth, out of their mouth. We're done with balloons. Yeah, but I mean, what do they do? You put air in them. They float around. They pop. They make loud noise. They scare the shit out of people. And then they're terrible for the environment. Balloons are stupid. When people walk in with the big party balloons and the big 30 birthday, I just roll my eyes. I'm like, what a waste of money and time. What are they, Mylar balloons? The hell with balloons. The hell with balloons. I'll tell you what, those Mylar balloons, uh, I was riding a Segway down, giving a tour right there along beautiful Lake Michigan, right there, uh, just uh, a little bit south of Buckingham Fountain between there and and, uh, the museum campus down there. I saw 30 of them, all about the same color. They must have been from the same event. And obviously, you know, I, I, I feel for people if there's an issue. A lot of people raise them up to, to you know, to go to the heavens when they, when they miss a family member and whatnot. But, man, they oh, do cause a, a lot of an issue. Dude. You'd never do that for a lost family member? Hell no. Okay. What if I – you know, if you pass before me now, now you've given me full carte blanche no, no, to get no, a no. thousand I'm not late. I am not late, and there shall be no balloons. I don't know. At my funeral, there will be no balloons, and I shall not be defined as late. You better put that in your – you better put that in – oh, I pinned a message. I didn't mean to pin a message. I don't even know what that means. All right. Okay. So Sunday rolls around. It's freezing cold. It's pouring rain, and you decide to go to a Bears game. So – uh, we're out picking up a tree in the rain, which is exactly the kind of weather that you want to pick out your Christmas tree in. As a family, we drive down to Fullerton. If anybody wants to go down there, see Mark. He lives local. Tree Farm comes from up in uh, up in northern Wisconsin, up in Door County. And before you get it, I get a text get message. You just set me up. I was, I was, but then it reminded me of a news story. They they tried to make it seem like there was a shortage of Christmas trees. You know, and then they interview the local tree guy. It turns out it was only like a certain tree there was a local shortage of. And, you know, they're trying to like make it seem like there's a tree shortage, but there's no tree shortage. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry, Clark. No, um, we went to, we were told don't go to the big box stores because they are shat. They're not doing so great at the big box store when it comes to Christmas trees right now. So we went to a place, uh, I put a note in the neighborhood group, and we went to a place down at uh, Fullerton, right by Western, by Campbell there. We got to see some of the motorcycle toys for Tots Parade. Mark took care of me down there. We got a nice tree. I was a little concerned about it, but uh, he took care of me, and we got it done. Uh, while I was there, I got, a text, I got a text message from a buddy of mine. Uh, who, Huh? From Mark, Chad. You're, you're close friends with you, the tree guy now. You can call him by his first name, Mark. Former guy on the show. Like a tree guy. Yeah, he, he's a local guy. Okay. He was really nice. Kindest, kindest dude ever. I'll go back there every year. Uh, 
No, from my buddy Farmer Chad. And Chad and I, we haven't really had a chance to chat very much. You know, seven years ago, he was the best man at my wedding. The wedding where you, uh, you were my, uh, you, you married Lauren and I, of course. Uh, and we just, we haven't had much of a chance to talk. And I weighed a lot of options. I had just spent the day yesterday. I had gone to the DePaul Loyola game down at Wintrust Arena. So How many games are you going so to? Knowing that, Mr. And, fucking COVID, knowing and that, you're like, you're in these mass uh, venues knowing, of people. Knowing that and asking Lauren, like, should I go? And she gave me the okay. It seems like all is good. I got the okay to do double sports. And I didn't get home until like midnight the night before, have you? Uh, go ahead. I think in the COVID era, you have been in more large groups of people than anybody I know. No. Yes, no. 100%. Every group of large been, people that I've been with shows, was with you. Was with you games, until Saturday. Basketball games, Out, outside, concerts. Outside football games, no big deal. An outside football game isn't a problem. I mean, you guys who bitch about the COVID the most are the ones going out and doing the most things. No way. No way. It's a shame. Guys like me, I sit home, and I don't care if you wear a mask or not. I sit home, and I stay safe. Hang on. I went to All Out this year. Yeah. Who was there with me? I was. I went to the United Center to see the first night the CM Punk came out. Who was there with me? Yeah, yeah, I was with you for that. Sure. Um, I went sure. to an AEW uh, Rampage or Dynamite out at out at Now Arena. Were you there with me? I was. You are staying home so much for a guy who stays home. Your your basketball games though. I wasn't at any of those basketball games. Did you do any baseball who, games this year? Who in their no no who in their right mind would go. Yeah, I wouldn't have been going to games a, a year ago at this time. That's for damn sure. April? No, I wasn't going to go in April. Now it's you know, we, shit, we're there. Uh, here's the deal. Uh, who in their right mind would say yes to that ticket to go watch that game? Was there any Nobody chance of the Bears that. playing anything that resembled football in 32 degree, 34 degree rain, right? Would you have said yes to a free ticket for that? Absolutely not. First of all, what I want to tell you is I made it from my house to the, to the ball game. I left my house at 11.05, and I made it into Soldier Field in time to hear the national anthem. 55 minutes to get all the way there. Drove to Millennium, wow. drove to Millennium Park, park underneath Mega Daily Park, hopped on an e-bike, took that son of a gun right there. It was all good. I didn't even have to go to the beer stand this time, Al, because the beers were right after I walked through the front thing. They said, here are your beers, sir. Lawrenson. Have your beers. Give me $22, and you can have two beers. So that's what well, I what did. What happened while I was at the beer stand was, there it is. Uh, let me tell you this, Al. After going to that game, there's just. Horrible stadium. One thing I have to tell you. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen. I believe the Chicago Bears should build a retractable roof stadium. Put it on the lakefront. Put it in Arlington Heights. Put it in Rockford, Illinois. Hell, the Omaha Bears. I don't care where you put it. I'll drive to go see it as long as I can watch the damn thing in a T-shirt because there's no reason to watch this game. There's no reason to watch this team play. It's 38-degree weather rain against the Arizona Cardinals. 
Amen. That's the deal, Amen. man. I'm done. Amen. Arlington Ice Bears, I'm all people. for it, baby. I have seen it. I Thank have you. seen it. Unbelievable. Al. Thank you for finding You know, this is like most things in, in our conversations. You eventually come around to my way of thinking, and I appreciate that because uh, it's true. Uh, Soldier Field is terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad venue. And God bless it. It's in a great location. I agree. The backdrop is beautiful. But what good is a backdrop when your nipples are as hard as rocks? I know. I know. Um, I, I don't know, man. Uh, it was just, it was unbelievable. Um, the weather, we paid attention to some of the game, but would you have, like, I mean, I was catching up with a friend of mine, basically. Free take. I mean, I understand why it got to me. Yeah. Man, you were low on that list, huh? Oh, I was so far back. Back with another recorded tune from my Patriotic series. This is the Chicago Bears fight song. Bear down, Chicago Bears. I hope you like it. If you like it, go ahead and like it. Hit the subscribe button. Oh, this isn't the one I'm looking for. Or request down below. I'd appreciate that. No, this is going to be too good. Bear down. Hang on. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's not it. That's not it. This, Mike, this, what the hell are you doing? The show's going great. What are you doing over there? What am I doing? I am I'm smoking a little reefer, thinking about how great the Patriots are, getting excited for the play. I had I had a great DraftKings week. I'm back. I've returned. The King is back home. Took 28th out of 200,000 plus people. Like 200 and uh, 2,000, 200, 800 to... A lot of people. Jay, I'm trying to say that wasn't me. There, it wasn't me. Al, congratulations! Welcome back. What What was your payday this week? Uh, I over doubled my money. Uh, I put about five hundred in the field, so it took home about a thousand. Uh, it was a good day. Uh, I, it was the first time I ever made money in the Millie Maker. Um, you know, I put my twenty teams in at four hundred dollars. And uh, I think I pulled like 600 out of that. Uh, at one time, I was 48th in the Millie Maker. I had no chance of winning. There was guys with the same players above me. Uh, okay. But uh, but I did I did hit four, uh, 48th place in like the third quarter. Dropped down to like 700th. But I had a bunch of teams that placed in the top thousand. So uh, it it was a good day. It was a good fun day. Uh, it was it was great to be back on DraftKings. I, I feel like I learned a little something over. At FanDuel, and uh, you know, it, it, wonderful, really. I mean, so, just good, good to be back, and a lot of Gardner Minshew. Uh, I hit, hit a lot of the Dallas, uh, Dallas Goddard. Good times. Nice job. It it kind of reminds me of when I got suspended from school. Like my neighbor took me to work with him, so I could see what it was like to be a, to deliver gas every day, and I learned something yeah. about about earning a living and stuff. So that's I'm really happy you came, that, that you learned during your suspension. You came back and you had your you studied harder and uh, you became Bella Victorian. I, I made the honor roll for one quarter and then everything whew, went right yeah. back to seats. Yeah, but we made it. I didn't. I didn't really have parents, you know, like no one was watching over me. So I I, only, I went to school like four days a week. I thought five was a little much, so I generally did about four days a week. And 
yeah, they were just happy I was there, but I was constantly making wisecracks and uh, I give getting you, in trouble. But I, I graduated. Give, I give you yeah. a ton of credit there. Like, I don't know if I'd have graduated without it. So congrats on that. Um, did you get a letter from DraftKings? Was it like, Mr. Larcher, we have decided that you are now allowed to play. Yes. Yes, there was there was a... It was like it wasn't. It was like, uh, dear Al, uh, your restrictions have been lifted, but basically you have a uh, ankle monitor on. So they got they got the ankle monitor on me. Uh, I'm not allowed to leave the uh, I'm not allowed to leave the DraftKings uh, pool, and uh, if it goes off, I'm in trouble. I'm permanently banned. So you're not allowed to go play over at the other one at all, huh? No, I can play on the other one. Okay. I'm just I was Joe Clark. It's a joke. Oh, uh, but but uh, but I am on. Uh, I'm being monitored. Was the uh, I believe the language used. So okay, they're they're going to keep a close eye on you. I'm not going to have 20 lineups magically appear in the box anymore. And, uh, we'll see how this goes, right? Correct. Right. You did one team in the Millie Maker this year, this week. It looks like you pulled ten dollars out of it. I did. Good for you. Yeah, I came out ten dollars ahead. Thank you for checking that out. Now. I didn't have much time to put a team together because we were going to get a Christmas tree. I was going to work on it again after we got the tree, and the tree was settling a little bit. But then I had to commute to Soldier Field, right, to go to the game. So I didn't get much time. Uh, I didn't get to check it very much during the day because I had after the Bears game, then I had to go watch Frozen over at the local theater, at the patio theater, with the kids, which was absolutely a fantastic experience, by the way. Let it go, Clark. They did a great job. They, They, you know, they... They had an Anna and an Elsa that they got from PartyWithPrinces.com that came, which that website's not what I thought it would be. Um, and they they, know. They, um, they had fake snow going throughout the movie and whatnot. The kids got to run around and do the kid thing. It was absolutely awesome. But I came out of there, and I went and I looked, Al. And did you know that you were back for our weekly game this week? Uh, the DK Rainmakers League that you run won for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I and accidentally a, put a team in. We have a yearly tally in that. Um, it's the uh, same team that I put in that that I put in the Millie Maker, actually. Highly advise against that, generally. I know. I, I made a move. Actually, maybe I think I only put it in the $3 game, but it still won me money. Um, but in that league, so this week, there were 10 players, Al. And oddly enough, did you catch who won? Yeah, I think uh, who was it? Scott Cooley. He was in the lead for a while. He absolutely was. But if you look right there, there's Clark in Lakeview. Ed made a good run. Ed did really well. He got second place. Added more points to the yearly tally because, of course, you've decided that we keep a yearly tally so we can win the trophy and whatnot. But you're back this week, and you've been talking about it. And now, all of a sudden, it does appear that you took eight, Al. What happened over there, buddy? Well, Clark, well, you put up 171 points in the Millie Maker. I, of course, put up 206 points in the Millie Maker and uh, uh, placed in the top 1,000, uh, you know, in the greatest contest in, uh, in football. That's the top one percentile of all players, by the way. Well, if we're, so, if we're looking at your team here, just as you mentioned, Garden Minshew uh, did well. Jonathan Taylor did well. You know, you went chalk there. Connor, Connor, did he get his money's worth there at 5,900? Yeah, he did. Ayuk, he laid an egg. I, I played him in a couple leagues, too. That was a bad yeah. one. 
uh, Cup doing what Cooper Cup does. Mooney, Al, you get, we got to stop. We've got to stop with Mooney. Am I wrong? It's got to go. You are wrong. It's just it was uh, it, Let as the week progressed, and the weather the weather took a downturn. I should have faded off of Mooney. Do you uh, do you think the weather was the only the the only factor that contributed to how that team was playing then? Oh, it, it played a factor for sure. I mean, it wasn't the uh, uh, the deciding factor, but I think Mooney has a better day if it was a nice day out. This 70 percent of people played Moreau. Did everybody yeah. catch the same exact thing to do there? Well, when you play in a small field tournament, it's like it's like a game of war. You should really know every play that every other player is going to make, or you should know the top plays. Right. And then from there, you kind of got to decide if it's worth moving off of. And the pivot point on Moreau was um, O'Shaughnessy, the Irishman from Jacksonville at tight end. And if you would have played O'Shaughnessy, it actually, I think he put up like two points. He, he put up 3.3 points. Um he was he was about the same price, a little cheaper. He was twenty six hundred. So those were your really two options: either play the chalk, or you spend up and you go Kittle, and then you probably end up winning the damn thing um, if you were to do that. But uh, yeah, so I think it was just it was one of those decisions where you go, you know what? Everybody's going to play this. I'm going to play it too, and then I'm going to try to beat you somewhere else. And that that's really how you play cash games. Uh, you know, like I was on, uh, I made one pivot. I was on, I, I wanted to get up to Brady like everybody else. Brady was that card. He was that top card. He was the, he was the clear cut number one play on the week as was Cooper cup, as was Jonathan Taylor. And Cooper cup was the only wide receiver whose ceiling was realistic and high. So I think he had a five point projected ceiling above any other player on the board. Now, of course, he did. He wasn't the highest scoring receiver, but he was the safest bet to get you the most points. So Cooper Cup, to me, was a must play. Jonathan Taylor I wanted to get to, but I couldn't afford. Um, and then guys like uh, Aok was going to have a massive role usage. You know, he was projected for eight-plus uh, targets. And uh, with Debo Samuel down, you, you really thought there was a chance there for him to hit his ceiling. Uh, that obviously failed, but the logic was there. Uh, Darnell Mooney was a similar play, and I do think the weather uh, was a factor that should have should have maybe fade off him. But he was a guy who was going to get uh, seven, seven, six to eight targets. You know, the number one receiver on a bad team could still get you points. <clears throat> the running back plays, there were a bunch of guys who were getting a lot of touches who were very cheap. Uh, uh, James Conner, uh, Antonio Gibson, um, Sony Michelle, like you, Elijah Mitchell. You knew these guys were going to touch the ball, and they were in, all in that $6,000 range, so you could spend down at running back. But there was really nowhere to go at wide receiver. Uh, so I thought it was smart to go ahead and get Jonathan Taylor, but I couldn't do it because my starting quarterback was the Washington uh, quarterback. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Heineke. But Sunday rolls around, and Gardner Minshew suddenly comes available, and the guy is just absolutely uh, a, a bone minimum, you know, for a quarterback. I think uh-huh. it was like four or five. Um, he was four thousand dollars, you know, where where Tom Brady was going. 
seven, uh, seven, five, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Uh huh. So I jot down to Gardner Minshew, and suddenly my Alexander Madison, who was a great play to begin with, he was another guy in that tier, a little more expensive though. I think he was at seventy two hundred. Suddenly, if I unclick Taylor, uh, if I if I click uh, Gardner Minshew, and I get off of Madison, now Jonathan Taylor is available. He fits perfectly. So I was able to play. I was able to play uh, Taylor, and uh, then I just punted at the uh, t- tight end position, going as cheap as possible with the highest chalk play in uh, uh, Moreau, which which failed miserably. But it failed. But it wasn't a failure because everyone else played it. So. Yeah, I mean, my team was logical. I mean, it made sense. Um, it obviously did not get the job done. It failed. Uh-huh. Um, and that, that's mainly because of AOC. Now, you went ahead and you, you spent up at uh, at quarterback, and you got Tom Brady, which was, was a smart play. Decided, that was a chalk play. Decided it was, was the right thing to do. Play. Yep, yep. You end up stacking him with, with, with Chris Godwin, which was another good play. Godwin was way too cheap. Uh, Chris Godwin was 6600 which was absolutely criminal. Deontay Johnson was 6,800, which was uh, too cheap for him. But I think Chris Godwin is, you know, is a better player, even though uh, Deontay Johnson has less uh, uh, target uh, uh, competition. So um, Deontay Johnson was another guy that was a good play. He was a smart play. He was projected to have a good game, you know, 33 points. I don't think anyone saw the ceiling coming there, but it hit, it did. And uh, so, so you hit at both wide receivers. You know, you, you did what pretty much everyone else did at, at, at running back. You ended up, instead of getting cupped, you go to Jonathan Taylor, um, which was doable, and it was a smart play. Uh, he hit his ceiling. Uh, Elijah Mitchell was a safe play. There was a guy you knew they were going to feed the ball, and he didn't have any competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes ahead, and he puts up exactly what was projected at 17 points. You punt at Josh Reynolds at 3,400. It was a pretty safe play, yeah. a good play. Another one that was talked about. Uh, you punt at tight end like everyone else with Foster Moreau. You play Aok because it made sense too. He was way too cheap at 5600. It fails, but it doesn't matter because I played him too, and you know a lot of the guys played him. Yeah. And uh, you, you you do the chalkiest defense in Washington at 2500. It gets 171 points. Not not a great score, but but great enough to win in a 10 person league. So. Good job, Clark. Thank you. Do you know? Are you officially? Did you officially win the league? Have I don't. You done the math? I don't know if I have yet. I was up by um, twenty points, twenty-one points, uh, going into the week. So that would make me up by like twenty-six points at this point. How many weeks are there left? And the most you could score is five. 14, 15, 16, 17, four. How many? How much is first place? Five points. Uh, yeah. So that's 20 points. I think we do one playoff game, maybe two. So that's like 25 points. Yeah, I think uh, I think the trophy is going to be yours, Clark. Four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What do you see about the Bears? Uh, we shut them down that way. No, we. You know, I mean, we we just uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. Clark is who we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. I guess we can do it then, huh, Al? We can crown it. 
Would you say you if can you, crown it? Clark, I mean, go full screen here. I got the trophy in the hand, man. Look, whoa, whoa, here it whoa, is. whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at that, You are let – me, let me say this as I present this, Clark. Hang on. Wait a second. Wait a second. Here we go. I am, I am the draft king. I am the guy who's, who's over, won over $20,000 on a $200 deposit, and I win massive tournaments. And my game isn't necessarily the smaller field stuff, but uh, I was dominating. I, I had a, uh, my average is something like 170 points per week. And yours was like 123. And now as the season ends here, I think you've climbed all the way up to 150. You've won the most of anybody in any seasons I've seen. Uh, you've completely turned your franchise around. And uh, really, you've gotten really good at, at the small field stuff. And I, 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 I congratulate you. I commemorate you. And this is going to get engraved with the name Clark Lawrence. And now there will be an asterisk next to your name because, uh, of course, I was suspended for a month. Uh, but you're still the champion regardless. And I got, I got you this. I think, and I got you, I got you my 8 by 10 Did you sign you it? Know, uh, I did, too, Clark. Oh, Larcher. Congratulations on a great 2001 fantasy year. The King, Al Larcher. So you got you got the eight by ten. You got the uh, trophy. Hang on, hang on. Put and, that uh, back up. Congratulations. Put, put that back up. That's a beaut. That's awesome. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Now, can we take a vote? Because I I'm, I am gracious. I don't want to sound like I'm not gracious. What an amazing year! Like it, a lot of it. I mean, it, 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 there's skill obviously, but there's a hell of a lot of luck to win that much it's just that's a ridiculous thing to happen i think i've won seven now seven of the yes. weeks maybe six but i've placed yes. in, in about nine or ten i've only not placed twice which you only place three people that's crazy so there's a lot of luck involved so i'm not, i'm going to acknowledge that i'm, I'm going to be humble in this victory here and i get a trophy the first year of the trophy so thank you but could we maybe take a vote with the listeners uh the watchers the viewers what have you the the twitchers uh, can we remove that asterisk if we decide that if I finish the no. season ahead of you to where those four weeks that you missed would not matter? No, absolutely Like, if I not. win this by more than 20, five times four is 20. Uh-huh. If I win this no. thing by 21 or more, I think we should remove the asterisk. Uh, no, it's, ar- it's already been sent to the engraver, Clark. Uh, hang it's on. It's been sent to the engraver. And uh, look, these people, these people in the Twitch, Wilson's this is in your here. mob. I'm not in the Wilson's mob. In you're I, in the mob I, with these I, people. Hey. These are your paisans, okay? So you're you're having a jury of your I, pairs, no, I'm not, not Archer's very, pairs. Okay? I don't know. So I don't. I don't, I don't know. think it's fair whatsoever. You got somebody on your side over here with justice for Hazel sesame seeds over there. This is crazy. This is crazy, but it's true. You don't fight the mob. Like, you don't fight the By mob. the way, my average going in the season was like 170. It's fallen down to 149.5. Yours has risen. You were in like the 120 range. Yeah. You're now at 143. Ed, so you're even closing the gap on the, the, uh, well, okay, on the averages. I'm the all-time so. money winner right now. I don't think they've updated, by what? the way. Um, the money. Uh, I, I think uh, 45 on top of that, I think it's at 400 now. So I, oh, I'm now the all-time money leader in there as well. You've uh, tied me in wins and places. Right. So I'll let you you choose. You can either remove the asterisk if I finish that way, or you can refer to me as champ from here on out. Well, the asterisk stays, and you are the champ of uh, 
the small ball stuff of the Rainmaker League. You are the champion. So congratulations. We will and, be taking uh, votes all night long on if the asterisk stays. Asterisk is staying, pal. Asterisk. Asterisk? Asshole. Ambidestrix. The ambiance. Uh, <sighs> Al, that's a lot of fun. Were you watching? Did I win? Was it a late comeback? Because I was like in fifth place the last time I saw it. Oh, Clark. No one wants to relive the day of your DraftKings. My God, man. You were um, watching it. You were watching it. You absolutely were. Hello, listeners. The great. Go ahead. My my ROA, my, my uh, return on investment, my ROI, was higher this week than Chipotle Addict, my, uh, the guy I follow. Oh, Chipotle Addict. Speaking of that, today there was a fundraiser tonight over at uh, Chipotle for my kid's school. And I ran over there, and I left here at 5.40. Showtime's at 6.30, right? Made it back yeah. in time. So your Chipotle expert over there is doing all right. And we'll see what's happening. <sighs> that's how that's how it's gone for you. Al, we could get callers if we want. You want more callers? Maybe Lou will Let's come do back. more callers. No, Lou won't come back. He, did he try to plug his show one more time before? I apologize, Lou. I apologize. I didn't mean to, didn't mean to cut him off. off. I didn't mean to cut him off. I really didn't. But, uh, but if you want to call the show, join in on the conversation. You can. Uh, people are wondering, did, did Hazel get her ice cream? She did get her ice cream. She went and saw Frozen the Musical the next day. She went and got some wonderful ice cream. All is good there. Uh, um, 760-454-8834 if you want to join in on the conversation. Uh, watch us over on Twitch and join in on the fun that's happening over there. We're on YouTube for the first time tonight. We finally figured out how to get on Spotify where you can listen to us later. Al. I listened to our first show from September 12th, 2012. Much better. Your, a lot better back then. Your great gimmick there was finding people's favorite football teams. And it was very topical at the time. But, you, yeah, you searched long and hard to find um, – you searched long and hard to find Mitt Romney's favorite football team. Perfect timing, 2012, the election then. Yep. Oh, hang on. I think we've lost your audio over there, pal. Uh, I don't know if you can still hear us, but uh, but now I'm unable to hear you with the new setup over there. Nothing at all. But, yeah, it was pretty timely. I mentioned I had, listening back to it. I only listened to, like, about the first 10 minutes. But uh, it, for some reason, techno- technologically, it was much better than the show goes now, nine years later. Uh, but um, it was uh, – oh, Jay, are you talking about our show tonight there with uh, all over the place? Yeah, you know, hey, podcast, we'll we'll go wherever we want with this show tonight. But, uh, yeah, that first show, you could just uh, switch it around while watching on Spotify and end up uh, and end up. uh, Yeah, still can't get you. Maybe maybe it's just unplugged. I don't know. Um, I referred to Lauren as my girlfriend on it. We would have been in uh, our studio over there by Seminary and Belmont. Woo! There, welcome back to the show, Woo! Mr. Larcher. Again, Hello. Can you hear me now? We're in the Sports Attic Live, and we are Larcher and Lawrence, and we've been together since 2012. Will Justin Fields start again this year, Al? Yeah, I think he's going to start next week. I'll be right back. 
Oh, man. I got to hang on a second here. I've got to uh, get to something here for Al with this. Uh, again, if you want to call in, 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834. Right now we're taking a vote. Um, Al wants to put an asterisk on the trophy. He wants to put the asterisk on it. I don't want it to be there. Um, Tony wants to do a weekly pick em. Uh, I will work on that, my friend. I will absolutely work on that. Uh, and we'll see what's happening with that. Uh, Hawk, I don't know the reference there if he just pulled a Hawk on me. No clue what that is. But if you want to vote, we're saying uh, most of the folks are voting for no asterisk on the trophy from Larcher here. Most are. I, uh, I found an article that will validate that will validate this man. And I just need to, uh, let me give it a retweet here so I can go find it. Cause I want to, I want to throw it on the old, on the old screen so we can see it larger. I can't tell if you're back. I can't see it, but, uh, I wanted yeah, to, uh, hang on. Oh, why, why are you small now? There we go. I never got that back. Um, Hey buddy, got the camera in a new spot. Here we go. Let's roll. Uh, Al, something that I saw just tonight to uh, to validate you. This eight hours ago from at Eric Lambert. Um, not he's not he, he doesn't got the blue check mark or anything, but uh, Sports Mockery, the website that may not always be right about anything, but their headline here, my partner. Just a second here. Let me uh, let me bring this article on up. Uh, for you. It validates something that you have been saying for a couple of weeks that you first shared. This guy's trying to this guy's trying to scoop us now, but Bears Insider hints, and you had this over a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks ago, Bears Insider hints that Green Bay might be Matt Nagy's final game. Yeah, I told you. I spoke to uh the inside my Bears Insider. I got I got somebody down at Hallis Hall. And he confirmed that absolutely Matt Nagy, if he loses, will be fired after the Green Bay game. So it's on good authority. I reported this weeks ago. And this guy's probably trying to scoop my scoop, you know, and I understand that. That's fine. Well, I think the mob out there would back you up on this. Well, they have my back. They also have your back and stuff. I I have your back. All of the little archers out there, all of the, the alcoholics listening to your show, Al, They'll get your back on this. You had it first. I did. You absolutely had it first. So uh, congrats on you having the first scoop. But, uh, yeah, that's starting to be in a few other places right now. You think anyone else is just trying to throw something against the wall? There it is. Well, if they talked, if they talked to my source, then, um, you know, then it's solid. You know, if we got the same source, I think uh, their news is good because, you know, I got a, I got a guy – who knows somebody? Listen, you know there are people who do the lawns down at the uh, at, at the Hallis Halls, and uh, I know a guy who, who works on the uh, the riding mower down there, and he became friends with one of the uh, I can't I can't get too detailed one of the people on the inside, okay. and uh, he was able to get me some information, and you know uh, I was able to get this scoop. So, well, excellent job. Um, I now get the reference. These guys said that you were pulling a hawk. 
And I thought they were talking about MX Hawker, of course, in there. But uh, it was it was a throwback to uh, to when Matt Nagy um, or when, when uh, Hawk Harrelson went down to the clubhouse to check on Todd Frazier. Might have gone to the damn field. Left Steve Stone there alone after he got hurt. The announcer went down to check on a ball player. It's one of the most amazing things that you've ever heard uh, in sports radio. It's Jerry the King Lawler has done that. Now, I know the reference, but where I was thrown off was because Hawker was the first one to say it was the one there. Al, we got uh, the minds want to know out here. Are you wearing a Snuggie? I am not wearing a Snuggie, by God. And, yes, you're damn right Hazel got two scoops. It was right downtown, right there by the Cadillac Palace Theater. They went out to eat, and, and you're damn right she did. Hazel, You took her to Margie's? No, but I'm going to take her there. You're cheating that poor kid. Yeah. You're giving her inferior ice cream. Look at that. Wilson says that you scoop. You, you got the scoop, but no asterisk still. So still on my side. We got right. your back on this story. There we go. We're 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 all we're all a team here, guys. We're all a team. I'll uh, consider oh, the asterisk. Man. I'll sleep on it. I saw that when I was waiting at Chipotle today for the thing that uh, the sports mockery having the same thing about Nagy. I mean, it very well probably could be his last game. Like I think they're finally, for the first time, it's going to happen. What I, do you? I told you. What do you expect to happen Sunday night? Oh, we got to talk about this too. Two straight weeks on national television now. Two straight weeks on national television. We're just I do I do I do apologize about sounding so uh, uh smug uh about the snuggie cuz the snuggie is a, it's a wonderful product. <laughs> like it really is. like I wish I was wearing a snuggie did right you get, now but Did you get called I, I, out? Did you get called out for uh for being smug? I just I just feel like, you know, like if I had a snuggie on, I feel like a, a fat guy in a moomoo. You know, I mean, I have sweatpants on, so I mean, I'm, you know, uh, a little bit, a slight material grade less than a Snuggie. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Uh, so this is our first show that we've done since we got the partnership with Spotify. We, we worked out the contract negotiations. It was a long discussion. And, uh, and now and we're I, there. And I, I think it's safe to announce it. You know, in the next couple of weeks, uh, it looks like we will be doing a show live from the Wiener Circle. So look forward to that. Uh, that, we've been bearing the headline the whole time right there, I think. Um, hey, how do you spell Wiener Circle? Is it I before E? <laughs> Quote the great uh, Terry Boers. <laughs> W-E-I-N-E-R. Did somebody spell it out for you in the chat? <laughs> well, no. How do you not know how to spell wiener? I mean, you're a 40-plus-year-old man. I mean, I don't, normally, I don't normally go around spelling wiener. I would think like a 14-year-old man would spell wiener more often than I do. Well, I mean, you should be more German. Wiener. There you go. Uh. You want to discuss that? Like, that all came across this last week. Um, they've got their new relish room over there that we're going to play at. And uh, I couldn't be more happy about that. That's, I mean, that's kind of a, a landmark here in Chicago. And they've done some expanding. They've got themselves a liquor license. We're going to be able yeah. to invite a crowd. 
We're going to be able they to got, have, uh, we're going to be able to have people there watching with us, Al. Is that the plan? Yeah, I think there's a there's a small there's a limited seating, but I, I believe uh, we'll we'll be able to have some people there, and I'm hoping maybe to get some big guests. Unfortunately, I, I'm not going to go after the, uh, uh, the the Guy Fieri lookalike, but I'm I'm hoping maybe I can find a um, bar rescue a John Taffer lookalike. So if anybody's got any leads on a John Taffer lookalike, uh, I'm in the market. Okay. Or, or, I mean, if you just wanted to try it yourself as a tap, what, are you going to have them come in and shut the place down? <laughs> no, 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 no. God, no. Come on, Clark. What are you, what are you talking about? These yeah. are wonderful people. Ari at the Wiener Circle, yeah, I mean, this guy, he wants to do good things for the community, and he wants to grow um, to grow what he's doing there and, and help people out along the way. And, uh, you know, he's uh-huh. going to help us out along the way, uh, letting us do some uh, do a show there. So Shoot. I'm excited. and. That's we'll, we'll be we'll be announcing a Wiener Circle appearance shortly. Yeah, Two Tone Chi Town says they made some improvements over there, as you see there. He said that a few people uh, over there in Twitch say they're going to join us. They ask if we know when, um, and yeah, we'll have that out in the next probably in the next week or so, maybe the next week or two. We'll try to give everybody uh, a good. Um, oh, the Wiener Circle would destroy Taffer. So, oh yeah, <laughs> what would they do to a Taffer lookalike if they came in? We're not having a justice for Hazel protest there, folks. Yes, we Wilson, are. Wilson I on Twitch says so. And I'm putting my fist up. That's right. why. Don't give him ideas. I thought where's the? I thought you were on my. You side are giving. You that, are giving this wrong. child inferior ice cream. I am taking not. her to random ice cream. Ice cream is when ice cream. When you're four, in Chicago. When you're four and a half years old, ice cream is. That's ice when cream. ice cream matters the most. That's when it's magical, Clark. You're cheating yeah. this girl out of quality ice cream. That's when you can buy a home. Is she getting Ben and Jerry? Go over to the Jewels, buy the signature brand, and she's going to be just as signature. happy with that. And she's going to be with Margie's. Save the Margie's for us adults who have a palate. I got a what palate. You... She doesn't have a palate yet. Signature? Are you going to go Blue Bunny next? I mean, how bad can you go? What's wrong with Blue Bunny? I don't even know what Blue Bunny is. They got. Oh, Clark. I, hey, I get her the stuff from the little carts next to the next to the school after school. When I pick her up, hey, here's Dad picking her up some ice cream. She loves it. It's fine. Who gives a shit about knockoff ice cream, guys? No, it doesn't have to be Giardelli. It doesn't have to be Margie's. It, it doesn't does. have to be. Kiss my ass. She's four she and a half. She deserves quality ice cream. That's four and a half is a magical time. You know what's quality? Life. A roof over her damn head, Al. Christmas yeah. trees. Uh, the lights out front. The Minnie Mouse, the the Olaf doll that's out front, all of it. That's what she gets. Asterisk, and she Clark, loves asterisk. it. She get that asterisk out of here. You kiss my asterisk. Damn cat joke. This wow. is ridiculous. I'm taking. I'm going to take your kids for some good ice cream. Are you? What are you going to tell me next? Now, like, she knows Culver's is the ice cream and cheese curds place. Is that okay? Culver's. That place is garbage, Clark. They serve steak burgers. Who the hell wants no, a butter butter, butter burgers? What, the, <laughs> what is that? Place. What does that even mean? This no, is ridiculous. This custard. is off the hinge. You're giving your kid custard like she's British. No. Uh, hey, hey. Uh, I'll tell you what happened though, Al. On the way to the park, we walk by, we walk by a Dunkin' Donuts, and I go there to get coffee on yeah. the way. And for a long time, they knew that as Dad's coffee store. Then they got old enough to start noticing the donuts. Then they got old enough to start noticing the ice cream because it's also a Baskin Robbins. Nice. See, but, they're learning. But now I they're can't, learning the larger ways. I can't get away with a damn thing. 
They're they're don't you they're becoming humans. Don't you go ahead and give them munchkins at the donut holes? No, no. I have a question, guys. Are there any scientists out there? So this beer slush it was outside. That's the one that was overflowing on me for a while. I also have a not your father's root beer as well uh, that was outside. If I open ben that right now, Cinnabon. if I open that right now, what's going to happen? Any any scientists, please let me. I in. don't know. We have a camera. You have a beer. We have an experiment. Let's open it. Come Blue, on. Blue Bunny plays, but honestly, the best bang for your buck ice cream would be Whole Foods brand at two ninety nine. Okay, thanks, yeah. Coach Ryan. Uh, you'll never catch me at a Whole Foods. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna catch up real quick on this, and then we're gonna we're gonna give this an effort. Somebody says Blue Bunny works too. Triple Hill's okay. Yeah, Sean wants you to open it. I mean, this is the people that have spoken, Clark. Sean says open it and find out. It will be frozen. See? Frozen's the theme. Like, I've been, we've been doing a lot of frozen. Uh, my, uh, my youngest and I, she was home with me Monday, and we watched, uh, we watched the new Annie. Not bad. The girl's got pipes. Harry Connick's a little weird in it, but it's fine. All right, we're going to give it a shot now. I'm going to open up this bottle of Not Your Father's that's been sitting outside since Sunday. And then, what, about 24 hours ago, it dropped down to about 10 degrees outside, and it's been right around Lucky there ever since. cracked. All right, here we go. Here is we it, go. Is this, it's glass. This one's glass. Is it going to break? Hold on, Clark. It freezes. Jay says it freezes. He's, he's a lawyer, not a scientist. But I, right. Yeah, don't trust the lawyer, please. It's been, it's been out for an hour now, an hour and 15 or so since before the show. You're fine. Just open the damn thing. Oh. This, this is like when Geraldo opened up Capone's nothing. I stayed home from school that day, man. That was like when the I I stayed home for the Challenger. Oh, this I, is the so first time, good. The first time I remember I'm skipping school. I'm normally not a root beer alcohol guy. I like a regular root beer, but that taste is really good. I, I like the, I like the alcohol root beer. I mean, it's no Manhattan, but um, the first time I remember faking being sick to stay home from school was the day the Challenger was going up, and I was really into space. So I faked being sick, and my mom let me stay home alone because, you know, single mother, and yeah, yeah, it was the 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was probably in third grade, maybe fourth grade. Wow. And I remember I get the TV, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, and the damn thing explodes. But a letdown, just like this. And then I, I remember ditching school to watch the Geraldo opening the Capone uh, tomb, which obviously uh, was nothing. It was dust. Yeah. Um, what was the show? Was it a current affair? I love a current affair, sure. Is that with the creepy sound that you, you couldn't listen to and you got creeped out by? No, no, no. That was Al. He was Unsolved Mysteries. He can't hear that music. Or that was, uh, you're Al. It was Andrew. It's the best moments from television's most provocative right. show. Current Affair Extra, tonight at 1030. Hang on, I can't, I can't play that without just giving it a little bit of a hump here. Hang on. A yeah, we'll hold that. We do you think? Do you think that there are people listening to the show who don't know what the Geraldo Al Capone thing references? Absolutely. Show. Whoa. 
Fair Extra tonight at 10:30, followed by That's the- where Bill O'Reilly started. I mean, that's just brilliant there. This is riveting, Clark. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I I knew I'd get it. Well. We've hit the moment of the show where everything just starts coming together. So what do you want for Christmas, Clark? If if you could get anything, what would you want? And don't give me the world peace shit. None of that crap. Be selfish. I think I'd like for us to uh, to have better equipment, maybe get a sponsorship, maybe another hundred uh, Twitchers, and uh, yeah, I think I think that's where I'd like to go. Well, I was hoping for one of those vibrating chairs, but all right, that's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know what. Just read it, Bill. Whatever it is, it's not right on <laughs> the teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. I know you haven't. Uh, 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 you uh, have uh, the IQ of a turnip. You have do to it live. Just read it. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words the on words it. words are right here. What's the matter with you? I wish I'd have you found the original of this. How can someone this? have a head that large without anything in it? <laughs> you just blew it up there? And what are you doing with that hair? You just blow dry your scalp until it resembles a coconut? Is that what you were this going for? This isn't funny, Clark. To play Clark, this isn't funny. I dropped the ball. I'm sorry. You failed us all. I did. Uh, you failed science. Wait, am I still on? Hello? Am I frozen? Wait, Al, I can't hear you anymore. And I'm still on. What'd you do now, Larcher? So stressed. I was trying to fix something with my microphone, and you're over here like, I, I needed a second there for you to vamp, and the entire time you're wondering where I am. Well, you didn't tell me to vamp. You didn't give me a note over here. We have this place where we can do private chats. We can do all this stuff. This is a professional outfit. We're going to be playing live over at the Wiener Circle, okay? Let's get this together. Let's do it live. Horrible. Ah, oh, well. You know me when it comes to vamping. I, I could have gone to the chat. Was, I mean, the chat was pretty lively. I could have gone back there. Oh, no, I lost it again. Back to not my father's root beer. Go ahead and do what you got to do. It's so good, but only at certain times, and only one to compliment whatever. You're right. Like, that one tasted really good at that time, Coach Ryan, that uh, not your father's root beer. Lauren had actually asked for it because we hadn't had it for a while. Where we ran into trouble was once we, were, uh, we went on a weekend getaway, and we were like, you know what would be really good is to, uh, to make uh, root beer floats with not your father's root beer. And we were pretty damn disappointed, to be honest. Like, I'd rather just well, have – Well, you probably use cheap ice cream. No, we did not use cheap ice cream, Larcher. Yeah. We did not use cheap ice cream on a weekend getaway. We spent up. Ugh. I guarantee you. Get out of here. Get... Whole... This is horse shit. This is horse shit, man. <laughs> get off of me. Uh, but it wasn't as... – what, what just fell? The whole, I lost the Bears flag, Al. Yeah, this shit's falling apart. Well, if we want to do a meetup, you know, everyone's invited to the Wiener Circle. I mean, that's we're we only get so many spots, but we're going to reserve that for uh, you know the mob. Ah, so Sesame Seed, uh, whoever that might be, does recall who we are. Uh, they they know that we're from the Comedy Group Comedy Accident. There's a. That's good. There you go. I love a good sesame seed, man. Yeah. No, really. I'm not kidding. Like, 
if you get the button without the sesame seeds, I'm disappointed. You get the buttons with the sesame seeds, I'm all in. Yeah, Clark, if if you were to go buy ice cream right now, are you praying? What is this, yeah. like a Hanukkah thing? No, no. Um, if you were to go buy ice cream for yourself right now, what would you get? Oh, man. Um, you know what? In my neighborhood, I haven't found the best spot. Uh, I'd head over by by you. I'd go over to Margie's. Oh, so for, yeah. Yes. To answer the question by Coach Ryan, he is the kind of guy who gets premium ice cream for himself while his family dwindles on uh, lesser ice cream brands. Unbelievable. This is ridiculous, Larcher. That's, no, no. Um, or uh, ice cream that's close. I'd head I'd head over to I'd head over to Basket Robbins because I could walk there. You, you walk there and you over walk. Over DK. If, if you're I, right by a DK. No, that's, that's that's too far of a walk. If you walk if you walk to Basket Robbins and back, you can work off a quarter of what you ate. You walk to DQ and you're ordering a good. You, I, I'd go down to DQ, the one down by McDonald's over there towards the patio. Yeah, 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 I'd yeah go that's there. not far I'd at all. There. Yep, like a five minute drive for you. That's yeah, like Ryan, I, for you. Ryan, I absolutely am the type of dad who would buy Ooh. premium ice cream for myself and then let my daughters have the cheaper ice cream because they don't have the palate. It's called smart. Um, How are they going to develop the palate, Clark? You, you start That's showing like these, them. You start these showing prodigy them prodigy penists, okay? They, they, they get these kids behind the piano at like three years old and they start tickling the eye phrase, you know? You know? Uh, you got you got to put them in front of it. If you want your kids to have refined tastes, then now is the time. Rambling, stop cheaping on the ice cream. Here's what I like to do, Lauren and, and I. Yes, Dove ice cream is fantastic. If, chocolate. Is if Lauren and I are oh. going for it, if if I'm running out to grab some food when, when she was pregnant, or if we have if if we need some ice cream for the night, we will um we will go down uh to the jewel. And just like Rambling Grimace on Twitter there, if you ever follow him, we're big on the Ben and Jerry's. Sometimes the Jewel brand Ben and Jerry's does the trick as well. But uh, she always wants to go for the, not the, the chocolate chip mint, but the chocolate cookie mint, which is more like an Oreo mint, which is really yeah. phenomenal. It's, it's a great, a great mix. What's your weirdest ice cream? Like, what's your favorite ice cream that's a little off the books? Like mine, I like, uh, I think it's Haagen-Dazs who, who releases it. Uh, rum Raisin. I love the Rum Raisin. Rum Raisin? I can eat raisin. a pint of the Rum Raisin. Mine's not going to be like that at all. Mine's going to be like um, when I was at the Japanese restaurant eating with you. Like, I felt like that was a little bit weird. Eating some avocado ice cream was a little bit weird, right? It's okay. I love that stuff. Yeah, that's weird. Like, if, if your favorite weird ice cream is avocado, that qualifies. Man, I hate to say it, but Breyers Vanilla Bean is one of my favorite ice cream. Oh, it's a really good ice cream. Vanilla Bean, like, what is it about Vanilla yeah. Bean that's so much better than just regular those, vanilla? Those shavings of bean, man. It's all about the bean. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if Chicago area uh, jewels and stuff start selling a little bit more ice cream right now, they could thank us. Like, they should give us a call. How do we not have? How do we not have a sponsorship right now? Man, Uh-oh. I went to the uh, Mariano's today, and somebody in there, a customer, had a dog in there. What? And, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I love the, dogs. Uh, emotional support thing, and I love dogs, and I, I, I think crazy people should have 
things to help them be less crazy and comfort them. Do you think? But, do you yeah, think it's there's okay, a lot of food. Do you think it's okay for blind people to bring a dog in a new grocery store, Al? I wouldn't have as much of a beef as as with the, the, just the random dude with a dog walking through the grocery store. Now, ironically enough, as I'm in the checkout. The lady behind the counter notices I'm buying cat food. And she's like, well, what kind of cat you got? I'm like, I, I, I got Rygar. She's like, cool. She's like, I got a dog and a cat. I'm like, cool. She goes, you know, I wish they had a day where you could bring your pets to work. I'd love to bring my dog in here and just let it run around the aisles. This is what she says to me. As in my mind, I was just bitching in my head about the guy walking around with the dog. Hawker brings up a good point. It's negative buckets of bullshit outside. Nobody should be wanting ice cream right now. Oh, that's the best fact. time for ice cream. Tomorrow well. when it warms up to 33 degrees, I'm going to be feeling ice cream again. I'll be honest. It'll be great. Um, when, uh, when, my, when my mom first got a dog, um, the, uh, the immigrant owner of the grocery store in my small 1,000-person town kicked her out. And... Uh, we had to go back and just have a quick conversation like, well, um, I understand. Like, you know not that animals aren't allowed here. You're going to get your whole fucking restaurant closed down. Like, I get that. But you can allow this in. So we had to go and get, like, I went and grabbed the, the police officers. And, of course, in a small town, they're all like, what the hell is going on? I was just like, no, I just want somebody to explain to me that, like, that this is legal. Like, I don't know how else to handle this situation. But in a small if town, was- all of a sudden, we were the assholes, like, they called the police on it. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. If it was 2017 right now, Clark, I would do an offensive accent and reenact this. But, you know, it's 2021. So Fair. I can't. Fair. I appreciate it. You know, what happened at the beer stand was I did make it to the beer stand. Uh, at the Bears game, we were standing uh, in the tunnel. I was waiting for Chad to come back. And uh, this fight had spilled out. The uh, two guys went to go get somebody kicked out. And the two guys were brothers, and one of them was 15, uh, the, these kids. And one of them was 15, and these other guys came out, and uh, he's, like, he's like, I didn't put my hands on your brother. He's like, yes, you did, and he's only 15. And he did. Like, they admitted to it. And I was just I, – I didn't – I tried to not say anything to anybody, but I was just like, hey, guys, I think it's probably time just to walk away at this point. It sounds like you have season tickets and you're at risk for losing them because the person that you just put your hands on at the football game happens to be 15. Happens to be 15. So Aren't you the moral authority of Soldier Field? Well, that's the fuck up, right? Thank you, Clark. Like, we need that. You go to grab somebody and you're doing that. It's like, well, you fucked up, pal. He's a kid. I don't know. It was messed up. Hey, if a kid needs a good whipping, then good for him. Did you ever watch F is for Family? I didn't see the whole story either. But no, I didn't. F is for Family. What was that? It's on Netflix. It's uh, uh, Bill Burr, who I've never really watched before. He's got a cartoon. Uh-huh. And it's just kind of a, it's a family. The dad, it's like the 1970s, and the dad is raising his family. Okay. You know, it's like our parents' age. And, uh, you know, it's really good. I enjoy it. The, the new season just came out. So I've been watching that. And I've been watching a lot of the... Uh, you remember the show about the uh, the comedian with the crazy neighbor, and uh, he's got the Elaine uh, and his friend Elaine. It sounds like every uh, show. Seinfeld. Yep. I'm watching a lot of the Seinfeld. I've been trying to catch up on this season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, but we just never have time to catch it, which 
I've watched more episodes of Curb than I have Seinfeld. And I don't know why that is. Oh. I never watched it back in the day. But uh, but I do watch quite a bit of Curb. I watched, oh, yeah. for... I watched Annie live lately. Um, I've seen Frozen twice in the last week. Um, there was a Blippy video on last night. Look up Blippy, Al, after, you, after the show. Yeah. Well, here's what you do. Ha- have a little more this smoke show... and look up fucking Blippy, please. Good luck with this that. Cart- this cartoon, F is for family. It's, it's, a, it's about family, Clark. So I think you should sit down and tell the kids, hey, look. Tonight, instead of uh, watching, uh, I don't know, Frozen, oh, we're going to watch a little Ethos for Family. It's a family yeah, show. Yeah, it's a family it's show. A family it's about show. family. Family coming together and whatnot. So just pop that on and everything will be good. Oh, what Teach is your this? kids some new culture. What is this bing bong thing that's everywhere? No, Wilson, I'm not going to. Like, I get his drift. Uh, come on, Wilson. You, you got to know me a little bit better than that. Like, I guess what is Wilson's succession? trying to tell me, no, don't watch it. I watched like seven episodes of Succession, but I always got sidetracked. Like I was watching it without the family while I was working. So I kind of get the gist of it. But everything that I hear, anybody, they're on their third season and anybody watching it gets really into it. And then they hate their life for like seven episodes. They're like, why am I still watching this fucking show? And then they they pick it back up. And then they pick it back up. I I subscribe to the PW Torch, the Pro Wrestling Torch, and uh, what is Bing Bong? I don't know. I need to find out what Bing Bong is. All the kids are saying it right now. I don't fucking understand it. What really? That's like like kids go Bing Bong. (laughs) I heard it on the the afternoon show, the uh, the Parkinson Spiegel the other day. They didn't quite know what it was either. Like I don't, and now everybody here seems to know it, but I have no fucking clue. Like no clue. Yeah, Wilson, yeah, anyway, so, try Curb. You might like it better than Seinfeld, because I'm on the same boat as that. I wasn't a Seinfeld I like, watcher, so. I love Seinfeld. I like Curb. Uh-oh, Hawker's got this just in, ladies and gentlemen. MX Hawker says that Bing Bong is the sound of the NY subway doors that is now being used for TikTok videos. And also Shane from Parkinson's People. See, wow. On my uh, thing here, I can't click on the links, which is a pain in the ass. And I can't get on Twitch because it would – yeah, maybe I can. All right, hang on. Oh, are we going to try to – I can't play my sound effects. I've been kicked off my sound effect machine. Are we going to raid somebody at the end of the show tonight? We're going to raid tonight at the end of it, so uh, help me figure that out. Oh, you don't have your sound machine tonight? I'm going to go play video games. Okay. By the way, Clark, I just downloaded this new game. Where you run a uh, landscaping company. I it's saw called, you were uh, doing that. Where you mow the lawn. Yeah, yeah. I, you, I, bought, a, I bought a riding mower and one of those uh, little trimmers. Do you sit on the mower yeah. in the game? Is it on your phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you sit. No, no, no. It's on the Xbox. And uh, you sit and you, you mow the lawn. And, like, you get contracts. There's a career mode in the game. So you get contracts, and you start building up your business. You, you know, you get a reputation score based on how good you cut the lawn. And uh, yep. uh, you build your business up, and you buy better equipment, and eventually hire people. So it, right now, it's just me. I'm the only one in the company. So, I, yes, I have to go out and mow every lawn. So, Okay. Okay. Watch out. I'm going to start moderating our, uh, our Twitch while we're in here. I'm going I'm to silence people and all that shit that Connor does over on, on that. Uh, can you no, send no, – no. This is always, I, Clark, from this day forward, I want to make a rule. 
that the chat room shall never be filtered unless it's like, you know, like Nigerian people plugging uh, uh, car insurance, extended warranties. Like that's the only thing that will get you banned and kicked out of there. How many text messages are you getting that are like, you just paid your Verizon bill. Click here to verify. That's what I've been getting, a lot of that. And at the DMV, they have all these little warning cards. Like, if you get something saying that this – a text saying this is from the DMV, do not click. They are straight up taking advantage of our parents. That's exactly what they're doing with that. It's unbelievable. There's still no well, asterisk on the trophy. What's the name of your landscaping company, Al? Larcher Trims. <laughs> Hang on. What is it? It's Larcher Trims. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that question about your landscaping company comes from Sesame Seeds. That's very true. <laughs> and our parents are fucking stupid. The only problem with Sesame Seeds is sometimes you see They're them on the way just older, out. all right, Hawker? They're just older. Some of them are dead. Like, it just happens. Like, try, like, helping your parents with technology when they can't fucking see. It is the most frustrating thing. I so just, frustrating. So, you know, Facebook memories... One of, uh, I was looking through for today's memories, and like, this is like 2014. I uh, my Facebook my Facebook was like, my dad just called me because the cable guy is coming over and he wants to make sure <laughs> Netflix is legal. <laughs> I mean, is he wrong to think that you might lead him astray? A uh, little bit, maybe not. Because it was the era of the pirating. I know back in the day we uh, we both had the cable box, if you know what I mean. That's uh, true, man. That's you I watch ordered, wrestling pay per views and your yep, pornography. Oh, I watched them all. I, Simpler times. The man. night the night that we lost Owen Hart uh, at, at a college apartment in DeKalb, I ordered that cable box from a Rolling Stone magazine. Unreal. Wow. I was in an AOL chat room, like a local chat room, and. Uh, I posted like, hey, does anyone know where I can get a cable co- uh, cable box? And some guy immediately aims me, and he's like, uh, hey, meet me at Mr. Beef's in 15 minutes. Bring $250. So I go inside, and I order fries. He comes in. He sits down. I'm like, hey, buddy. He's like, come to the trunk. So we go in the parking lot. He comes uh, to the trunk, so and he hands weird. me a box. And I gave him $250, and I took the box. I went home, and I plug it in. I hook it up, and nothing happens. I'm like, I just got scammed. I just got scammed. You know, I thought I could trust the Internet. And I'm like, yeah, clearly I can't trust the Internet. And then I flipped the switch in the back, and all of a sudden, boom, everything. Mine came in the mail, and I called the Wisconsin number like, hey, my cable box doesn't seem to be working. And he said to me, try to flip that switch on the back. We must have the same. I mean, well, the technology yeah. was probably the same. And sure as shit, I did every pay-per-view I wanted. It was well, unreal. I mean, not I that I'm into stealing speed. anymore. What's that? No, no, no. Now do you remember I'm all, watching I'm on the Speed on that? Do you re- did, did you ever do the thing, like, did you have the cable box when you were a kid where if you didn't have HBO or if you didn't have Showtime, you could turn the knob just enough and it would kind of start to come in a little bit if you held it in between? That was Clark, I was poor. I, I didn't have cable until I was like 20. So you didn't even have like the, the box that could kind of bring it in or you no. didn't have a buddy who did? No. All right. I get it. 
Well, not all of us have the privilege of growing up in Kirkland, Clark. You know, where everyone apparently has cable. No, but we didn't have nine one one, but we had cable. I get why Hawker's I, mad about old people right now, because the father in law came over for phone help today. Yeah, that's frustrating. I get it. I get it. Oh, meanwhile, your father in law is coming over and doing carpentry. <laughs> uh, he picked up. He's the, the one bitching. He picked he's up. He's the, the one bitching. Print. He's like, ah. He picked My up. lazy ass son-in-law. I gotta go over and fix everything in his house. Yeah, great. He knows computers. Wonderful. You guys, watch what you're saying in there about me, because I I've got control now. I can I can make you be quiet in the uh, in the uh, those of you twitching. Look at this, Al. On I Twitch, I just noticed just now, two hours ago, we got a new follower on Twitch on our channel. Thank you for finally joining us, Al. You finally you're welcome. Glad to be here. Thank yeah. you. Guys, we are looking for uh, follows, so if you could, please give us a follow here on uh, on Twitch. We could use some more. We're hoping we can build this thing up a little bit where we could maybe add, uh, maybe start adding some things and whatnot. I do, we, we do need a mod. We're going we're gonna to have to see about getting a moderator for the chat room. Not, not somebody who can actually, uh, Hawker, we've got to wait to turn on our subs. I need some more followers first. It's going to take uh, a few more followers, and we might have to get another show together. We might have to throw another weekly show together, Al, in order to have the amount of streams watching per month in order to get subscriptions, which is where the money starts happening. And then millionaires, because, you know, all are millionaires on here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to look Rick at my Blair notes. Rick Blair started a new podcast. He's very excited about Michigan. He thinks uh, Michigan's going to win it all. Oh, he's a Harbaugh. You and him, uh, yeah, yeah, he's a big Harbaugh guy. Yeah, he is. That's good. Uh, oh, speaking of wrestling, you haven't been too happy about um, – I know you, you hadn't been happy about Cody Rhodes in the past. You think he's trying too hard with the burning table and everything? I thought that was a hell of a thing myself, but I noticed it, it doesn't appear that you're too happy with Cody Rhodes suplexing uh, Andrade and going through a burning table and then getting a pin while he's still on fire. It just didn't seem like well, that's up your, uh, it's not up your alley. It was just stupid. You know, like it's, it exposes the business. It, it makes, it makes wrestling look like a clown school. Um, it's just not needed. It's Cody again, trying to put himself over. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. those D and D and I play D and D on Sundays. So Clark, we may have to we may have to play D and D. Okay, I'm and, in. Uh, like, if you want to start hosting a D and D Sunday game on here, and then we could host a, a a poker game on here, we could show it all if we wanted. Could to. I play? Is there a way? Tony's like, right. Like you got to make partner. Are you a partner there, Tone? Is that what you are? Oh, go ahead. Al. Yeah, we might need a, we might need a partner. Uh, I go ahead and I. Uh, I play video oh. games on Monday night. Hang on, let's get Is right back to that. But, but Sean's a professional wrestler, so I just wanted to get that out there. He said they left that table on fire too long. Fair. And his right. wife's his wife, who nobody likes, sets it on fire. <laughs> you know, like the whole match, this guy put on fire retardant spray, the stuff stuntmen use before the match, and you're Wait. only supposed to have that on for a little bit. And because it starts peeling. It starts, so halfway through the match, out, he starts probably. peeling like he's a lizard creature. Could you see and, it? Uh, everyone you... in the match is like, what is going on? I wasn't and then watching the fire it. Spot Could you see it peeling off of him? <laughs> oh, my God. It was clear as day. Oh, that's crazy. He had, 
yeah, his whole back, it looked like somebody had glue on his back. He's got to do a little more research before doing that. You've got to at, least, can I, you've got to at least know. Like, can I sit and play my uh, lawnmower game and, well, well, I'm, well, I'm uh, is, in stream that. Is that content we, content we want from here? Like, yeah, I'm in. I don't care. I mean, well, I, just I mean, content. people don't have to watch me uh, mowing lawns digitally, but if people are into simulated right. lawn care, we can have I'm the, the crew. Guy, we man. can have the crew that comes here Tuesday nights to watch this, and then yes, we can have that night on Twitch where they're doing that. That's that's kind of what I want to do. I'd love to do that. I'd love to have another uh, another talk show. We could do a, maybe an early Friday morning after you get off work and I'm awake because I wake up as early as you go to bed. Show about fantasy. Sean, Sean in the chat room right now, him and I actually play Dungeons and Dragons on Sundays together. Okay. So, man, there's a guy in our group who, you know, he's a little older and he has static throughout the whole damn game. It sounds like a goddamn laundry uh, bat. Do you think I can anonymously send him a new headset? Uh, you, yes. You know, I mean... I get things sent here, right, Al? You have you have the ring light yeah. right in front of you that got sent to my house. You absolutely can. I got to figure out his address. But now I, I'm just gonna like mysteriously oh, yeah. send him a headset because it's driving me crazy. Hawker's I can't in, focus, you know. Hawker's in on D and D. There we go. Right, maybe we can find a sports themed, you know, like Dungeons and Dragons story. Okay. We got to find somebody who knows how to like. Uh, uh, you know, had it, <laughs> but I'm sure we can find that. Absolutely. Sean will play. Yeah. Soren's in. I like, dude, I think we need to set up the first uh, sports themed uh, Dungeons and Dragons. In those things we could set up Twitch exclusive too. So then our Spotify listeners aren't listening to you playing D and D of course, which is fine, which is great. Well, they would want to because it's compelling. Well, we could advertise it. We'd be talking about it on our podcast and those of them that are still listening, because we do have dozens upon dozens of listeners who've been with us since 2012. The like all the villains and because we'll just, you know what you do? You just change, you play Dungeons and Dragons, but instead of them being like the villains being like guys like named ass crack or something, you just change it to like Joe Montana. You know, and then you use, you know, you have like a little Joe Montana icon and, the, you know, the main villain in the game is you trying to take out Joe Montana. Okay. And it could still be like regular Dungeons and Dragons. It's just everyone is, uh, you know, it's just a little sports thing. Oh, you should be, uh, you should be on the show on your phone too. So we can bump our, bump our numbers there. Just, just, I just, I just joined too. So just, just yeah, Bill Belichick, the master villain. I like that. There it is. Ooh, Wilson though calls him Bill Belichick. You were earlier praising the man. Three. Well, he is the greatest coach. Ever. Three passing plays, and the Genius. Bills couldn't straight. beat him. Unreal. That weather was straight crazy. out of my fantasy. Uh, uh, straight out of my John Madden playbook. Run, after, run, 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 run. After Pass. watching, after watching um, uh, the Bears game live on Sunday. Turning that game on last night was just torturing myself. Hawker says he could DM the game. That's the dungeon master, Clark. Like that's the key part. Okay, let's let's have some chats here. Let's uh let's uh gather. Uh, we'll, we'll do a we'll do a little conversation over on uh, Twitter. We'll jump into the DMs there and have a discussion. The other DMs, not the dungeon masters, but the that's what I thought he meant. I thought he was gonna when he said I can DM. 
to me, I thought that, uh, oh, Roxy Gun Project Live. Shit, you got to show me how to do it again. (laughs) I haven't studied how to uh, raid. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was direct message, but it's Dungeon Master. Okay, all right. We'll we'll have a chat about that. Yeah, you got to learn the lingo. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was it. I could make that happen. Well, I can make that happen. Thank you, Clark. You're welcome. You could also say GM. Would that be Game Master? Gord Master. Master of the Gords. Man, I get to see Will Ospreay this Sunday, Clark. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and I got Thunder Rosa uh, is, is having a big match against uh, Martinez. Uh, it's going to be a banger. That'll be great. And they're at a new venue. They're not doing it at the high school. Uh, no, no, there's a cheerleading competition, and they don't want creepy fat guys fair. in the same building I with mean, all the cheerleaders. Fair enough. Like, I, I would feel awkward being there, actually, myself, a little bit. Um, but Marion Catholic High School runs their own wrestling federation called Warrior Wrestling. The superintendent of Warrior Wrestling or of the high school runs the wrestling federation. Am I wrong on that? That is correct. Yep. And they're going to the be principal. doing principal. Principal Steve. The principal. And, and they're going to do the show over in Tinley Park? Yeah, it's, a, it's an early show, so you can get out early for some reason to watch the Packer game. You want to watch that Bears game? You can watch the final game. The final game of Nagy that night afterwards. Let's yeah, Will Ospreay, Trey Miguel, and Blake Christensen in a triple threat match. Will Ospreay, like the the aerial assassin, Trey Miguel, another high flying guy, and Blake Christensen. That is an absolute banger. And then Bandito versus Dante Martin in a dream match. It's at the Tinley. And then, uh, go ahead. Yeah, the Tinley Park Convention Center. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Mercedes Martinez uh, for the Warrior Women's Title. It's going to be a good time, man. First bell is at 4 p.m., and the show is expected to go to 7. You can listen to the beginning of the Bears game, and if it doesn't get too bad, you can turn it on when you get home, right? That's right. That sounds pretty perfect. Uh, It's not in Woodstock. I have seen a lot of advertisements for wrestling out in Woodstock, though. When my dad was still with us, he he would see the advertisements locally and would tell me about it, and I, I never had a chance to make it there. But that's run by well, a guy they, that you remember named Rockin' Randy? Yeah, Rockin' Randy, sure. Yep, yep. He's running that one. Woodstock, of course, the site of the big music festival back in the uh, 60s. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a different Woodstock. This is the one where they filmed Groundhog Day. Give me an F! Oh, Mary, Give me a U! Marion Central. Give me a C! Marion Central is in Woodstock. I'm sorry, I meant Marion Catholic. Marion Catholic is uh, Chicago Ridge, south side. My bad. Come on, all you big, strong man, Uncle Sam got himself in a jam again. Way down yonder in Vietnam. So drop your books, pick up a gun. We're going to have a whole lot of fun. And it's one, two, three, four. What are we fighting for? Don't ask me. I don't give a damn. Next stop is Vietnam. Come on, Clark. And it's five, I don't, I don't know six, seven, eight. Open up the pearly gates. Well, there ain't no time to wonder why. Whoopee, we're all going to die. Nope, you lost me. Come on, Clark. Hey, were you ever a hippie? No. Jesus, you pretend to be. No. no. Did, you, did you listen to any folk music in your time? No. 
Did you? Shame, shame, man. Yes, I grew up on folk music. Well, partner, have you have you said it all, all that we need to? Let me see. I, I bitched about the dog and jewel, right? Yeah. Well, I went I went to the uh, Japanese restaurant yesterday called Chicago Ramen, but it's in Des Plaines, so I wanted your thoughts on that. Uh, well, as you know now, I'm totally down with the well. I do. I will okay, still right. refer to them as the Arlington Heights Bears, <coughs> but I do have. Wait, an wait, issue. wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna. What do you mean you're gonna refer to them as the Arlington? I'm Heights gonna be Bears. a big fan of that Bears team still, but I I will not. You I will not guy. go there. I will not go there and call them the Chicago Bears. Okay, listen, pal. You went on a live Twitch stream while you were at Soldier Field. And for like fifth, if you you had to drop it every twenty seconds. You mentioned that the Cardinals were from Chicago. You're like the Chicago Cardinals. Oops, I mean the Arizona Cardinals. Because they were the Chicago Cardinals. Like you're informing people. Like people don't know that the Cardinals came from. Because they started on Racine Avenue at a firehouse it, where most of the guys were members of that fire department, and that's where they started. When they first started, they were not called. They were not called the Cardinals. They were out on the field playing in a game and the other team started they were wearing maroon they were wearing the color maroon which they got their uniforms from the university of chicago the maroons and they were using their uniforms at the time and the other team was yelling at them yeah wearing maroon you morons and they're like and the coach yells out it's not maroon it's cardinal red and that's how they got their name the cardinals so there's a lot of history there with chicago Tell me about the Bears' history in fucking Arlington Heights, pal. Asterisk, dude. Asterisk. Yeah, okay, you agree, no asterisk. Was Man, that, you are just much? a fountain of tea. You are like the Les Grobstein of this program. Like, you just, you know certain things, and you have to ramble them off as many times <laughs> as possible. I will tell you this. If you're going to call me anything, I'm not offended by being called the Les Grobstein of this show. Yeah, Clark, Clark Grobber. All right, when we walked out of the stadium, I started giving those guys a, a tour. I gave, all right, Hawker, it's not that great of a comp. I gave them a tour. I'm like, over there, that is, right there, that is the Adler Planetarium. It opened in 1920. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry, it opened in 1930. My bad. Uh, I want the, my money back. And there's Northerly Island. Daniel Burnham, we wrote the plan of the city of Chicago. Originally envisioned five islands here. The other four heading towards the south. This would be the most northerly one. Hence, Northerly Island. It was the site of Miggs Field. You all remember that. There you yeah, go. Daily tore it down in the middle of the night with jackhammers and trucks. Hey, Hawker, is it Slash Raid Space Roxy Gun Project? Just to get ready for that. That's what I'm looking for. Slash Raid Space Roxy Gun Project. All right, that'll do it. All right, we'll we'll get to that in just a second. But uh, yeah, I gave them the tour, and they were all kind of impressed. Uh, they were either impressed or just bored. I can't remember which, but it was something. Like that. One or the other. Uh, well, you covered it. My notes are done. Let's see. What else was there? There was. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, I think I've said it all, Clark. Everything I need to say has been said. Um, yeah. Yeah. What's it, what are the kids saying? Again? Bing bong. Bing bong, because that's what the door says in New York City. It's live at the Sports Attic. Today was December seventh, twenty twenty one. 
Blog Talk Radio, we're signing off. Good to see you on YouTube, all of you. Thousands of people watching us over there. Come join us on Twitch sometime. There's a good party over there. Facebook Live. Love seeing you. Good night, Blog Talk. There you go. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.